0: If you're going to self manage your rental properties, you know, I'm a big fan of finding that proper tool to get the job done. Well, we want to tell you about rent ready. Rent ready is a really awesome property management software that allows you to manage your business from your computer or phone, collect rent online and get paid. Find that perfect tenant with their screening and listing services and get your leases signed with the click of a button. And tenants really love using rent ready's app too. They can pay rent using card, ACH or cash Set up auto pay, get renter's insurance if you require it, and even build their credit score through RentReady's new credit reporting feature. Did we also mention that RentReady is unlimited and all of this is flat priced? No tricks or hidden fees. RentReady is designed for people to manage their own properties so you don't have to worry about paying more for building your business. You can start managing and scaling your rental properties without scaling costs. And Rent Ready has given us an amazing deal to pass on to the REI Mastermind Network. You can get Rent Ready's annual plan for only $54 at rentready.com when you use our special code, MASTERMIND. That's rentready.com, R E N T R E D I.com, with code MASTERMIND, M A S T E R M I N D, at rentready.com
1: So today we're going to do something a little different, guys. We have
0: Marty Summers on the on the call, and Marty reached out to me, I bet you, like a year ago with some just out of the blue, wanting a referral or, or asking a few questions, and we kind of just followed each other through Facebook and a few other things, and the next thing you know, hey, he reached out the other night, and I said, hey, you know, it'd be cool to talk to you on the podcast What's neat about this, and what I told Marty is that, um, as everybody knows, is we usually have some sort of guru on the on the call that's either selling a program or trying to get people into self directed IRAs or or what have you. What's cool here and that, and that I like to try more often is is getting people in that are just doing it. You know, Marty is. Decided about a year ago to just kind of run with this thing, and and I think that I'm just going to hand the floor over to Marty and just kind of start off with your background and and a few of those tidbits that we were chatting about before the show began.
2: Yeah, Jack, I can do that. Hey, thanks for uh, good seeing you again too. By the way, yeah, yeah. So let me. I can start where uh, first off, I'm 48 years old, have two boys, have been married 26 years, I live in Southern Indiana, so. Um, uh, but, but from a pro- professional perspective, I've been a sales engineer for a telecommunication company, uh, this one for 12 years and the one before that six and a half years. So I've been in it telecom for a long time. So I've been in the corporate world. Uh, so I've had a pretty decent salary. I've had freedom on my work, but I've always been looking for that. Hey, what is, what am I going to do next in life? Like I've got this salary job and everyone's like, Hey, you got a great job. You make great money. But, you know i i'm looking for more in life, and I want that freedom so so what I ended up doing and and I know I started this jack what a year ago. I think I talked to you about a year and a half ago when we were yeah. at zero properties, maybe two years ago now uh, It was interesting that that what I wanted to do was I wanted to go into something that was just completely passive to where I could build something like writing a book right you put all the work in and all the, and then then you get your money from from that a different way from all your fruits of the labor so instead of this earned model you know there was there was huge tax benefits you know when i got to digging around on real estate you know i think there's like 90% of millionaires in the united states are are from 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 doing real estate mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people that were unknown that you know that are very wealthy and and they've been doing real estate but then you find out later oh you have got a bunch of homes or you have a you have apartment building so there's a lot of professionals that have you know, a lot of stuff that's passive from a real estate perspective. So what I ended up doing was uh, just to tell you a little bit about my background is I ended up taking, this is, this is no lie, Jack. I ended up taking all of my commission checks. And I would say now that I'm about two years into this, I would say that this has been about five or five to seven years ago. You know, my situation's unique. My wife and I have great jobs. So we always ended up saying hey let's uh let's just save our money for you know, it was like more of like you know money doesn't grow on trees you got to save your money uh, you know I came from that household right when mm-hmm. I grew up so but when I was making good money and living below our means, I just took our money and I just I just kept piling it in, into savings and then the problem with putting money into a savings account is the fact that it's a huge chunk in there and you just spend it you know mm-hmm. and then so my my thought was you know why don't why don't we do something with it so for whatever reason I I can't tell you why or what or how I, I I'm always on the internet listening to podcasts reading books and so I, I went off this this tangent of I wanted to buy gold and silver coins mm-hmm. and this is this is no lie so I ended up buying American eagle coins the American eagle 1 ounce gold coins sure and and I had I mean, I, I ended up accumulating this stuff and trading my USD dollars into this gold and silver currency. And then eventually my wife, I said, like, "What?" she's like, what are you going to do with all this? Because all you're doing is staring at it. Like, I, don't, I don't know. This nice. So I ended up putting it in a safe and I had a, a 2,000 pound safe I bought off the internet. Mm-hmm. And I put it in my other, in my living room and my family would come over and like, hey, what's in there? Because it looks like a gun safe. And mm-hmm. I ended up saying, yeah, there's just, there's nothing, just a bunch of, pictures, family pictures and stuff. But gold coins are so small and they're only, you know, they're $1,500 an ounce now and they're only that big. Um, I, I just accumulated. I had over $100,000 at one point sitting in the other room. So I told you my situation. <laughs> when I got started, my situation was unique, but I always wanted to go into real estate. So part of that was I'm saving my money. At some point, I want to buy some rental property, but I didn't want to do it with leverage. So, so my situation... Is a little different uh, when I started.
0: Yeah, so that, that's let's let's go down that road because I think that's one of the more interesting things because a lot of people they get into real estate and we've been told the concept of leverage to the point of you know that's the way to scale that's the way to 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 accumulate as much property as possible but. You've really focused on as little debt as possible and and over the past year now you've accumulated six properties six yeah six, six. there's six total, and uh my son lives in
2: one of them, so there's seven units total one's a duplex mm-hmm. uh, very large duplex that's the first one that i that I, we purchased. but what I ended up doing just just to kind of let you know so i didn't I didn't want to have much debt going into this right but however you know, I I was still one of those people that were told, pay your house off early, get out of debt. And, you know, there's some truth to that for to sleep well at night. But to be quite honest, from an investment strategy, it's terrible. I mean, because I mean, I've always been a a good uh, student investing in the markets, but 2000 knocked me down. And then 2007 knocked me down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. did, did it come back over time? It did. But the point was, it wasn't supposed to do that, you know, from what I red when I was, you know, younger. So mm-hmm. that growth strategy doesn't work for me. Those 401k IRAs, I didn't find out till later in life. It's a disaster for me because you can't take your money out before 59 and a half. And, right. and you know, my, my thing is, is being here on the planet earth. I want to retire as soon as I can. You mm-hmm. know, you tell somebody in a generation before me and they'll say, huh, well, good luck. You're, wait till you're 62. And I'm, they just have that old mentality that you can do it when you can get there. Uh, and so that that's kind of part of the strategy too. Uh, and I love doing this. So I don't think I'll stop working. I mean, because mm-hmm. when you love what you're doing, you, you'll you just do it. Um,
1: right.
2: What I ended up doing was at some point was knowing that I was going to cash that money out. At some, you know, we had about a hundred and 110,000, I think sitting in that safe at one point. And it was like, okay, what are you going to do? So instead of just cashing the money out and doing what I wanted to do, just as in one swoop, I started in investigating I'm, I'm a golfer so i investigating people like hey uh so and so has a you know he's got 30 something properties you should talk to him you know when i'm talking to people like and I, there were some guys on the golf course that i didn't know they were in their 60s so they're kind of my mentor really i mean mm-hmm. uh, they've taken me underneath their wing and showed me hey how do they do things and how they've done it over the years and that's that was the first thing i kind of seeked out um Very secondarily you know i, I kind of you know, went around uh, properties with him and, you know, drove around a lot of the streets and the neighborhoods, you know, having this vision of what I wanted to do. Uh, But when I decided to really start drilling down and figuring out, you know, how I'm going to go from where I'm at to get off my butt, to do something completely different. You know, the, when they say you got to get out and take action, that's just, to be honest, Jack, that's what I did. There's, there's, Mm -hmm. there's so many people that talk and think and talk and think there was that period for me, but to be honest, it's, it was when I, I just took action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that action is something made me get up on a weekend and say, okay, today you're going to go look through MLS lists and you're, or you're going to drive around. You know, there was a duplex I had my eye on. This is how it initially started. And, and I think it was in October of 2016 or 2017. So I started uh, driving around and I thought, well, if I see someone in there working on it or something, because I knew it was listed on the MLS. Mm -hmm. So I had gone over there and um, there, you know, one Sunday afternoon there was the owner in there working on one of the units. And, and I, I had two choices. I could either, of course, I didn't know it was the owner. I could either drive off or I could either put my car in park and it was pouring down rain and I'll never forget it. And get out of my car and go in there, and introduce myself, and just just dive in and just find out you know why they're selling it or if they're the owner. And I walked in. And I said, "Hey, are you guys the owner?" And she said, "Yeah, we are." I said, "Oh, no kidding!" And and I said, "Well, I know you notice you have it listed. I haven't been through here. I, I'm not you know working with a realtor." Well, as I started working with the the uh, the uh, the owner of the property, he was you know her husband was back there painting. He basically. As we got to talking, we traded text messages and our, our cell phone numbers and everything. And when we got finished, Jack, it was one of them deals where he basically said, "Hey Marty, um, my brother has it listed, and I have this in my 401k trust. I'm not even supposed to be working on it. So if if you want to continue this, you know, you know, I, he goes, don't worry about my brother being a realtor. And it just kind of is weird how that happened." Mm-hmm. And so I ended up kind of in a weird way wholesaling my own deal to myself No, um, as we worked out. He had it listed for 255. It's a very large duplex. It's 10 bedrooms total, 10 oh. bedrooms, five baths. So, so one side rents for 1295 and the other side rents for 1395. Mm-hmm. So like I said, in the beginning of this, you know, I kind of did this a little different than most people at a younger age because they have right. to use a lot of leverage. But me being in my late forties, you know, I'd have to use a lot of my capital to stay away from the risky part. So, you know, just basic decisions I made is we, we, we bought the property for 227. It was listed for 255. So we made some, you know, some, some on the deal, not, not a huge amount, but mm-hmm. the, the building was basically renovated on both sides. There was no rehab to this one whatsoever. Right. So I went into this with, with immediate cash flow. Um, but some of your, your audience may ask, you know, how did, you know, how did he come up with you know the rest of the money? Well, that's the other unique part of this is not only did I have the money in the in the the gold and silver in the safe that that I liquidated, but we also had our home paid off. Mm-hmm. So we had a two hundred and sixty thousand dollar home just sitting there with br- the the bricks just rotting my money away over time. Mm-hmm. So we we basically took out a hundred fifty seven thousand uh, dollar HELOC on that, and it was interest only at the time. And it was pretty cheap and then that's how we we swallowed this building so the the gross revenue on alexander lane the duplex is uh 26.90 a month so that's how we initially that's how i initially just kind of dove into this thing Mm -hmm. uh, and and got started sure
0: wow you you gave quite a bit of stuff there like you know so you know what, what I think is interesting, too, is that, you know, you, you've you found some you find so much joy in doing this. Obviously, you seem to be having a lot of fun with it. Um, how is that? Do you think it's helped your day job? I mean, you you've the, the you're still obviously a successful engineer, sales engineer, yeah, like yeah. And, and you like obviously like doing that job, too. So uh, yep. where, where do you find time? I, I know you still swing a hammer too, don't you? I do swing hammer. Um, I'm out there learning
2: and pulling up tile, putting down new tile, you know, the going to Lowe's and Home Depot and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the corporate job, uh, you know, honestly, I've done it so long that it's one of those things in life until I literally can walk away from corporate America and just do this full time. Because that is my true, my passion of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love work. I do love, but I feel like at 48, uh, I've done that for 20 something years. I'm ready to move on to something, to something to build for myself. And that's sure. just me. Everyone, do I love my work? I yeah, I love it. And am I great at it? Yeah, I'm great at it. But as far as what it is, I truly want to do when I wake up in the morning. It's not go make the CEOs and the shareholders tons more money that I, they've already made off of me. I'm, I'm I'm ready to put the energy into myself before I before I get in my late fifties where I don't want to do any of this stuff. Right. So, so that, that's part of it. But that everybody has their own uh, their own you know personality on how they do things. Yeah. But exactly. I don't plan on I don't plan on stopping. Sure. Uh, so, ironically, it was today, a year ago, I closed on my first rehab.
0: Yes. And, uh,
2: happy anniversary. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so it was interesting on that because I, I I wasn't a rehab artist by any means. And um, so what I ended up doing was close on the property, drove out there with the keys a year ago tonight, and then just grabbed a hammer and a chisel and went in the bathroom and just started ripping the tile off the walls. <laughs> and I was thinking, man, what am I, what am I doing? Is it was not a livable property. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty tore up and I only bought it for 32,000. It's a two bedroom, one bath. And now we got to remember we're in the Midwest, Southern Indiana, somebody in California might say what, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we, so I just dove in and I remember mm-hmm. that night, uh, I chiseled a bunch of tile off the walls, and and it was the old the old concrete plaster walls. There was just a mess everywhere, and that's just. And then I figured out, you know what? I'm I've got my mentor kind of set up, and then I'm going to talk to him about, hey, do you have any contractors you know that would help me, you know, do this? And so, you know, that's how I found you know my contractor friends that I'm that I'm close with. And mm-hmm. and there's one thing I've learned about the business: I treat those people well. And and I find my go tos, you know, right. and, and because there's some you're going to use, and they're 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 going to they're either going to charge you too much or gouge you or, or not give you a clean scope of work or not complete what they said they were going to do. That's just part of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, you know, being in corporate America and dealing with huge customers, it, this is this is easy stuff for me to manage. Uh, maybe sure. because of my my background. So, but but I ended up you know, just basically it took us maybe two, three months. I wouldn't even say three months to rehab this property. And, um, so we, I, we but I put a good chunk of change in this one. I, I kind of overdid this one
1: mm-hmm. and my
2: mentor set me straight. He goes, man, you put too much in there. I, I my initial goal was 12 to 15, mm-hmm. but I ended up going about 20, yeah. you know, scratching maybe 22, but it's worth Property's worth 75, 80
0: mm-hmm. when it's,
2: and a lot of people would come to me and say hey Marty you know why don't you sell this thing you know you, you, you know you can make 15 20 and you know the buy and hold strategy uh, that's something else i want to talk about is is that that's my strategy because that cash flow per month is everything that passive cash flow and once you make it big enough you may have one property that's not performing as well but you're going to have other ones that are performing so well that it cover it it all mixes together on, on your success ratio. Right. And over time, you're going to win out. You just got to, you know, I don't want to be the rabbit in the race. I want to be that turtle. Mm. So I'm going to follow just follow along and just keep adding to the portfolio and do it as as cash, um, you know, not leverage, you know, any of the cash as I can. And that, right. that's so that's what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm I've taken a lot of the cash that I've not only put in the properties. But I've you know had them all paid off as I've gone through this. So initially sure. I would take a loan out. If I had thirty out, I was you know with my corporate job and everything else, I'm piling money onto it. Which you know a lot of people would say, hey, that's not a very good strategy because you're just dumping your money on stuff. You're gonna have plenty of cash flow. But you know I, I can tell you, Jack, that 2006, 2007, when the housing crisis was here, uh, was that 2008? Mm -hmm. basically everybody in my office back in the day was rehabbing properties and renting them and flipping them. And and every one of those guys got hurt pretty bad. And I was the only one for whatever reason at the time didn't, I didn't do it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, going and researching those guys out and saying, Hey, you know, what went wrong when you guys had to file bankruptcy? You know, what, what happened? They said, Marty, we just, we over leveraged. They said, just stay away from over leveraging. So, so I have my own ratio that I came up with. You know, equity to debt ratio, because I, th- I believe you're going to need some debt, if, you mm-hmm. know, so I have, I have it on my mortgage today, but I plan on moving that this next year over to the business because of the, the Trump tax laws. Like, you know, I, I don't get to deduct it anymore because there's 24,000 in standard deduction. So, sure. but you'll get that if you put it on the, your LLC. Sure you can get it right off the top off your revenue. So that's something I just haven't done. I've been busy, you know, buying four properties this year and rehab, but I just need to go to the bank and move that get that money over onto the LLC and then get that, get that benefit over there. But yeah. um, But I have an idea of just, you know, nothing more than 40%. So as I go through this, you know, whatever my equity ratio is, nothing more than 40% of the equity is is what, my 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 thought process on that sure sure some people like to take more some less but
0: i think 30 40 is a good a good balance sure so uh tell us how you find some of these properties now i know you were telling me a story before we started we hit the record button about uh when you decided you just uh showed up to a a real estate meetup and and off you went and uh, you got a little ribbing for some of the things that you were you were doing or or checking out at first
2: yeah, so so I, I remember I wanted to meet the gurus around here, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I was I'm a newbie, and I'm thinking, hey, you know, I, I'm gonna get my first. I got my first duplex over here. You know, I, I did this on my own. I thought I knew what I was doing, and so I I, I find I go to the meetup.com, and I, I know I went on Bigger Pockets, mm-hmm. and Bigger Pockets has been huge for me to you know to vet things out to get answer you know get things answered. So you know, I found, they said, Hey, who's the local meetup people? You know, can you guys? And they said, yeah, we have a meetup club like once a month. We meet at the carousel. And they said, if you want to meet, you know, you get with so-and-so and, and he'll send you the invite. So I did that. So I went to the, went to the, ended up going to the meetup. Okay. I go back in the corner and I sit down, I was there early and I didn't know what to expect. And, uh, a couple had sat down across from me and they, they basically were saying, hey, nice to meet you. And I said, I'm new this new this month. And I said, yeah, they, they were new too. And, and so, you know, what 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 are your aspirations? And it was the same as mine, you know, that, that green behind the ears. I, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But, you know, I, I was there for a mission for one reason. I wanted to learn, right? I mean, everybody's different, but my thing was to pick up not only who the players were, but to learn a little bit. And so when I got on there, um, team shows up, everyone gets around and, and, and everyone starts, you know, if we do our introductions, they asked me what I wanted to do. And I told them I want to, I'm going to go into real estate. I want to get out of corporate America one day and blah, blah, blah. And the the first thing they did was look at me and said, well, first off that, that MLS magazine that you're looking at right there. I said, yeah. And they go, we don't, you're going to, you're going to lose badly. We don't, we don't do anything with that. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I, before I opened my mouth, I thought, well, they obviously know something. I go, well, why not? They go, you might as well throw that away, buddy. You, you ain't going to make any money out of that magazine. And I remember just kind of thinking, okay, well, so what does you got? So I just started listening to everyone talk. And they were talking about, I have a deal over here on Negley, and I have a deal over here. If you, if you want to see that one, I'll take you by there tonight. And I heard I heard the word deal, deal, deal. And I eventually I, – I, I got – perturbed and I said, Hey guys, said, what, what 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 is this like dealing cards? And they all looked at me and they were like, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, 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 I was stunned. So I got a few names, got some good contacts left there knowing that I could leak into the ones that were not the experts per mm-hmm. se, because I wasn't going to go straight to the expert and, and look stupid, but I went home and I found out, you know, that's what these guys are doing. They're, they're wholesalers. Mm -hmm. So to, to answer your question, uh, I have found a really good wholesaler in my market and I've become really good friends with him. Uh, We go to lunch and we, you know, we'll play golf, we'll hang out together. And the the reason why I do this is because he understands my strategy Mm -hmm. and his strategy of course is to, to find homes, to help people. That are in a dire situation that, that may have a, a something a, a judgment against them or whatever the reason is. They right. need to sell property, or he's working with other investors that have already sucked the money out of the units, and they say, "Hey, you know, we 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 just trying to find a buyer. We don't want to fix it up. We're we're done. If you can just get rid of that property for fifty five, you know, he might make five or ten k on it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then, uh, you know, if they like you, and and you're in well with them, you know, my my philosophy is, you know. Uh, I'm there to help him and serve him and he's there to serve me. And we've done uh, three uh, single family houses together and Mm. and made a good mint. And and I've got a really good start on the buys because they needed a lot of rehab work. So that's how it's worked for me so far.
0: Yeah. And I think that's the way a lot of busy professionals are kind of forced to do it. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize the amount of work and effort it takes for that wholesaler to find those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And frankly, you don't have the time to do the mailings and talk to all the sellers. And I mean, there's a lot of value that a wholesaler can provide you.
2: Yep. And he does all that for me. And then like you said, I don't need to scout Um, and he'll bring them to me. And we have an agreement that if he takes me to the property and I don't like it, 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 let him know right away, just lose, lose early so he can move on and go to his other investors. Right. So that, that's, that's, that's key too. Um, you know, just learning how they work as well.
0: So, well, you know, I, I hate to wrap this up here, but we, we probably should. Uh, I, but I do want to ask, like, if, if somebody is starting out for the first time and they're thinking about getting into this real estate investing what's like the one piece of advice you'd give them? Like how do you, how do you get them kicked in the butt to, to get things rolling? You know,
2: the, 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 the what I would do is when you build knowledge is for the first and foremost thing is everything. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't explain this part too is find you a good property manager, become friends with them because right. there's, there's nothing, you know, if they have time to meet with you, they they will they'll help guide you on where to buy the properties and what they'll rent for, right? And 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 you they're actually the the kind of like the fox in the hen house that they know they manage four hundred properties. Mm-hmm. So whatever fears that you have, you can ask these guys anything, and they will tell you anything and everything that they see on a day in day out basis, mm-hmm. ranging from a slum house property all the way up to one hundred fifty thousand dollar home. Right. So so what my thought process with that was. Seek out those people because not only the property manager is also the hub of contractors you're going to need to use. He's going to know the right the the right contractors that'll do it right and that will do it the cheapest because Mm -hmm. he's looking out for their owners. So the first and foremost thing I would the advice I would give is is be smart about it. You know, listen to podcasts, read books, and and find a good area where that you can you can plant a good tenant. And then and I, I personally use a property management company because mm-hmm. if, if, you, if, if someone goes into this with a lot of unknowns and, and they get bit right out of the gate, they may never go back into real estate again. So mm-hmm. having that property manager will buffer that because you can always later learn a lot and then not have one later if you decide not to. And then at that point, you'll save 8-10% a month.
0: Right. You know what I think is interesting is that I think it might be just natural for you because you're a sales engineer, but every single aspect of what you've laid out is all networking. I mean, from from the time you started, you're trying to get information, you're networking at your real estate meetup, you're networking with wholesalers, you're networking with property managers, and it's getting... And and it's helping each other and building that know, like and trust amongst your core group. I mean, you're really doing a great job when it comes to the networking aspect of this.
2: Yeah, and then e- even if you don't hear from some of your peeps, you know, uh, reach out and out and just take them to an eighteen dollar lunch somewhere. You know, and they'll tell you typically everything usually. Right. But you know, there's there's one thing I, I I would you know I tell people if they say, Hey, Marty, man, I want to get into real estate. Well. You know, one of the things I, you know, I chuckled at my wife knowing what I thought when I wanted to do it, but then now that I see myself doing it, you know, be prepared. If, if that's really what you want to do with your passion and your time, there's weekends I spend, you know, paint like this Sunday, I painted a basement floor and basement walls. No, mm-hmm. Nobody would typically do that kind of thing. And I enjoyed my three or four hours. I was hanging out over there with the Pandora playing and just by myself, uh, you know, I'm an extrovert, but that's my introvert time. So I enjoy both of them. And then I feel like each day, just remember each day is a work towards your goal. So like when you start with a property and it needs to be, uh, the front door needs to be a new front door needs to be put in with, you know, let's say a storm door. Well, if you don't know how to do it, you can either find a contractor or go to Lowe's, you know, get it measured. You, know, you, you can start even with the box companies too, like Lowe's mm-hmm. and Home Depot. They can help you out. Um, but from there, each day is, is, the, is a, pro, a process. Like you might want to change the, uh, the electrical outlets yourself. Now, mm-hmm. I, I usually hire out all my electrical and plumbing, of course, because that needs to be certified. But if I'm just changing the outlet itself and it's an old house, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll buy all the outlets from Lowe's and I'll sit down and turn the electric off to the house and change them. But each right. day I do something, it doesn't look, it looks so minor, you know, or painting the kitchen or putting a ceiling fan up. But each day you're done, the next day you go out there, that that, that project's completed and it's one day closer to the house being read, ready to sell or rent. So in, right. in my case, rent. Right. But yeah. So the other thing is, is spend, you're going to spend a lot of time, you know, away from what you do on the weekends. I don't, now I play a lot of, uh, golf so and i'm i 'm an amateur golfer, and I do a lot of tournaments, so i 've had to sacrifice a little bit with that, but it 's something I want to do, and in the end i 'll be playing a lot more golf because this I see this freedom and the cash flow working for us. so uh, it, it's it's actually exciting i'm looking forward to you know our next podcast I have a hundred of these
0: yeah, that'll be great i'm looking forward to it yeah, me too. so so marty if if people wanted to reach out or or i think I think after you doing this now for a solid year, I think there's a lot of people that that might be interested in just pinging you or or asking a question. How do they reach you? You
2: can reach me on uh mobile eight one two four five four seven zero eight
0: eight wow that's that's dangerous, you know that. guy. You just put your phone number out on the internet well I, it doesn't bother me.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the second thing is is uh my email of course is mss 28 at yahoo.com and that stands for uh Martin Stevens summers So that's where the MSS came from so
0: well, I can't thank you enough. this has been an awesome conversation Marty i am glad you re- reached out this this has been fun
2: let's let's do it again. I have a lots more to talk about and uh look forward to talking to you soon.
0: Yeah, great appreciate it. We've put a lot of effort into providing useful content. And if you have found value in the show and have any interest
1: in supporting us with a small donation, head over to patreon.com/slash house dudes. And if you have any thoughts or questions, shoot us an email at info at dudes.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at House Dudes. And if you like what you're hearing, head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It really helps other investors out there find the show. And remember massive positive impact requires massive positive action we'll see you next time this episode was brought to you by HouseDudes.com. do you have time to actively manage flipping and rentals yourself if so go for it if you live in a market that won't cash flow or don't have the time to do all the work are you just out of luck if there was a way to participate more passively would that appeal to you I'm sure you have questions about how the process works and what to do next. If that's the case, fill out the form on housedudes.com slash investors, and we'll reach out to see if you are a good fit for our business. This is First Come, First Serve, and we will have to stop taking applications when our goals are met. See you at housedudes.com slash investors.